Okay, welcome to our special edition Black Friday show, friends. It's uh, a year in quotes. And what I did was just take a couple of the best quotes we had from this year and put it together in a little montage. I don't know that you listen to every single episode. If you do, send me a DM. I'd love to send you back a whoop whoop emoji. I'm not sure what it looks like yet, but you're going to find out once you DM me. That guy Kramer on Instagram. Hopefully Thanksgiving was awesome. Uh, So we're going to get to that special here in just a couple of seconds. Couple things before we get to it, though. Just because it's not a regular show doesn't mean we have regular work we got to do number one podcast magazine need you to go vote for us for the hot 50 for this month it's really vitally important because we really need to be in the top when our article comes out next month Voting's going to end on the 10th of December. So we've got a few more days to go vote remember you can vote every single day including today by texting the word vote to 888 kramer 8 and i'll send you back a link Plus, we've got brand new merch for everybody and a Black Friday sale going on over in the merch store. Yeah, so let me introduce the brand new merchandise to you. Number one, it is a Jimmy Mac Never Give Up mug. Yes, Jimmy Mac has his very own merch. I know, I know. So if you're part of this Jimmy Mac fan club that he swears he has, I expect for these whole things, all the mugs to sell out very fast. But if they don't, my dad's going to bite the reality that maybe his fan club's not as big as it thinks. So uh, that is for sale over in the merch store. Also, I'm bringing it back for the holidays. It is the I Heart Mama's Boys, or I Love Mama's Boys uh, sweatshirt. It's back for the holidays. It sold out eight days last time, and now they're back and they're in stock. So I go grab those while you can text the word merch m-e-r-c-h to 888 kramer 8 remember every single dollar you spend benefits the podcast so we're really appreciative of anybody that can spend a few bucks in the merch store it's they're great gifts you know uh, not to mention so it's our black friday if you buy today it's our black friday sale so you can uh get 10 percent off of every single thing in the merch store between all the cheese may items the mug the wine glass the baby onesie the t-shirts the uh um, or the regular, uh, the uh, certified mama's boy T-shirts, the the hoodie, the love you forever tank top, the what else do we have? Da 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 da. Um, I'm doing this off the top of the old dome. Oh, the everything's fine wine glass because everything has not been fine, but it's almost gonna be fine. 2021 is gonna be a great year. Ton of merch. All 10% off. If you're a certified fan, you get a bonus 10% off. So you get 20% off, but that's today only. So make sure that you go and you get that. If you're looking for that extra bonus code, go check out the Facebook group or your email and you'll get 10%, uh, an extra 10% off, totally 20% off your purchase today. Okay. Also, our friends Bubs are having a Black Friday sale today too. And don't forget, we love Bubs. We are super supportive of Bubs. They are a great company. Bubs is collagen and MCT oil powder out of San Diego. And I not only have seen the benefits, but I love seeing your benefits between joint health, between those aches and pains just going away. Because when you hit 30, for some reason, things start to hurt that don't need to be hurting. You're like, why am I not recovering right? Why are my skin and my hair and my nails not as thick and uh, luxurious as they used to be? Well, maybe you need to take collagen. I love taking collagen before. And now I'm taking the MCT oil powder, which is great for your energy levels. I mean, do you hear me right now? Like I should be tired right now, but I'm just buzzing because I just had my MCT oil powder uh, from Bubs. It's natural energy. It's good for your digestive tract. It's good for your focus. This stuff is good for your brain. So let's get you happier and healthier this year. And Bubs is having a 25% off sale on Black Friday. Now, I'm going to tell you that and I'm going to say that very um, supportive of Bubs, okay? Because that's awesome. I just want to say this one thing is the podcast, our podcast doesn't get credit 
if you don't use the code Kramer. Now, the code Kramer only gets you 20% off, but I want you to get the extra 5%. So all I'm going to ask you to do is to just maybe shoot them a message, a DM, or an email saying, hey, I want to let you know I bought this product, but I support Certified Mama's Boy, and so I found out about you because that supports the podcast too. So Also, you get 30% off if you buy three-month supply and 35% off if you buy six-month supplies. That's pretty good savings. Um, so bubsnaturals.com, bubsnaturals.com. And you can go and get you some bubs on a discount today. Also, I don't know what the holiday stirred up for you. Uh, yesterday, honestly, was a bit tough for me because uh, I'm actually recording the show on Friday. I totally forgot to do today's episode yesterday. It's fine. It was a holiday. I was in a mental space. It was, it, it was tough. It was tough. Um, being by yourself on the holidays is tough. And it was nice to do the old uh, FaceTime with the family. But, you know, it's, it's tough. I don't know what you're going through right now. And I don't. you don't have to open up to me, but I hope you will open up to somebody. And if you need somebody to open up to, hopefully you'll you'll trust our friends over at BetterHelp. BetterHelp's great. The holidays, I know, is going to stir up some stuff. Uh, not only just like... I don't know, some sadness, some, uh, for some of you, some pain, some family frustrations. I don't know. The holidays have a way of doing that. So I want you to have better help in your back pocket. Betterhelp.com is professional counseling and therapy that you do online. I love it. It was a huge help for me getting through my transition over here to Baltimore. Uh, out of all the therapy I've done, it's by far been the easiest and most effective because you constantly are in contact. I'm going to give you a 10% off code. Okay. It's Kramer. It's easy enough. 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash Kramer. Betterhelp.com slash Kramer. And uh, you got to be part of the uh, over a million people now. They're taking charge of their mental health and they're doing it digitally with BetterHelp. So BetterHelp.com slash Kramer. They're recruiting over 50 um, uh, more counselors in all 50 states because there's so many of us that are trying it. So BetterHelp.com slash Kramer. Monday, I'll see you back here for the Miss California episode. She's actually going to be on the show. Yes, you'll get to meet her Monday. I love you. And now here we go. A look at some of the best quotes of 2020. See you Monday. This is uh, by Omar Kayim. And it says, when I want to understand what is happening today or try to decide what will happen tomorrow, I look back. So look back on the experiences of our lives and what have we learned from those. Well, I know I won't be doing drugs, so that's good. It's a good first start. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, uh, that's uh, that kind of goes against, though, what we talk about, which is like living in the moment. Don't worry about the future. Don't worry about the past. I mean, how so how can you relate that to trying to live in the moment, but also look at the past, try to figure out where to go in the future? So if you're present to yourself in the moment and you are troubled by something, you can look back on your history to see where you've been and how you may have come overcome something in the past mm. that led you to this present day moment. I will say the more I the more shit that I go through the better equipped I feel like I am to actually go through more shit, <laughs> which yes. I don't know if that's like a hardening of my life and I'm just like oh well here goes something else knowing mm. that I'll get through it or if it's just the uh, ability to at least have experience and know that, you know, I'll probably, I got through this terrible thing. And I got this terrible thing. And I got this terrible thing. So probably I'll be able to get through this terrible thing too. Mm-hmm. And wisdom comes with age and experience. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, we need to learn from every life experience that we have, the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's a lesson to us. So it's true. 
So when we say, when I want to understand what's happening today or try to decide what will happen tomorrow, I look back. And another thing that that really um, brings home for me is, you know, we worry about so much about what will happen tomorrow or next week or next month or next year. We worry ourselves to death. And that is such a waste of time. Right. Because how many of the things that you worry about actually come true? Mm. Not well, many. Not We're going to find out. <laughs> We're going to find out. I'll start keeping track and we can actually find out which one. We'll check them off the list. Worrying is a total waste of time. Well, serves nothing. Yeah, yeah, no. Serves nothing. Easier said than done, but you're not I wrong. I so. know. I know That's it's true. easier. It's easier at 67 than it was at 37. Right. Just saying. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. It's fine. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> okay. Um, let's take it. This quote is my very own. And it's it your can, own quote? It's my own quote. You're quoting yourself? I'm going to quote a thought. <laughs> I'm going okay. to I'm going to quote a thought I had today. It's very my- bold of you coming from all of these great speakers <laughs> and prophets and everything know. else. And and all you right, so you won't hear this very often and you may laugh when I tell you this, but this came to me in my meditation time today and I and, okay. I, and I wrote it down because I thought I really want to do this. Okay. Treat everyone with loving kindness as if they were the person nearest and dearest to your heart. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. What a world this would be if we could really see people for who they are and love them. Like we love our mothers, like I love you, like you love me. I mean, and we could just treat each other with that deep level of respect, admiration, trust, love. What a beautiful world this would be. I wonder why we don't. I guess it's because we all have these preconceived notions on on this and you're that, right? Like I'm I'm black, you're white. I'm I'm Republican, you're Democrat. I'm this, we're different, we're different, we're different, we're different. You know, I'm I have this job, I have this much money, you have that much money. Yeah. Um, I have this car, you have that car. I, have, I live in this neighborhood, you live in that neighborhood. And it's just we feel and like these separations. Jerome, as Jerome Adams said. There is no us and them. It's all us. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. all us. We all we all are going through struggles in life. We're trying to live the best life we can. We all need the same things in life. I mean, at the core of our being, it's all us and we are all connected. We are all connected. So if we were to just treat each other with that love and kindness that we show the people closest to us. Oh my goodness. I know that's utopian, but Oh, that would just be so lovely. And I just want to try to remember that. Just well, to- who I, my mom is obviously a very positive person, right? Like you just kind of live in that positive zone, which is exactly why I want to start this podcast because I'm not, I'm much more of a, what if, and what, um, is there is there anybody that you hate? Hate? Hate. No. 
No. And so, like, what would your, in your mind, in your category of feelings towards people, what is the, the most negative category you f- would feel towards somebody? Dislike. Okay. Distrust. And who... Who in, in who falls into that category? Like, is there any? And you don't give names, but like, I'm just trying to figure out what you can do to my mom that can really set her off enough to like put you into the dislike category. Which for me, a dislike is like a two out of ten. <laughs> like, like I can dislike you, then I can hate you, and then I can disdain you, and then I can effing hate you, and then I can really, really effing hate you. And so, <laughs> well, hate just serves no purpose. It's yeah. just, it just serves no purpose. It's like unforgiveness. It's just, you know, it's, uh-uh, it's just unhealthy and it solves nothing and it makes us miserable. But how many people live in that category of dislike in your life? Like how many people, like, could you name, just give me a number. How many people do you think you can name that you dislike? Is it like a small amount of people, a large amount of people? Oh no, very small. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh man I just we all just wish we lived that life don't we we just all want to live because like honestly like this is not bullshit like my mom is, is just such a positive person like she's it's not how she doesn't just act a certain way on the podcast like she's genuinely just a positive person like that so it's it's impressive it's mm-hmm. impressive do you have the patience to wait till your mud settles and the water is clear can you remain unmoving till the right action arises by itself? Mm. Mm, mm, mm. You must I mean, that is be the patient. that is the the million dollar question, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the good thing if you're, you know, I'm 37. Uh, when I was, I was just go back 10 years. When I was 27, I, I don't think I could have done this as well. I don't think you have enough life experience to, you know, not freak out over everything, which I mean, mm-hmm. Maggie's a great example <laughs> of that. Um, but I think that like the more things you go through, like, like I know that I'm going to get through this and I'm not going to, I mean, I'm not going to die. You know, like I'm not going to die. No. Nobody that's lost their job has ever died. Well, I'm sure they have, but not because they lost their job. Uh, I'm not going to go homeless. I'm not going to, I'm going to be fine. But it's that it, people with anxiety, you know, it's like you can logically figure the whole thing out, but illogically is the real battle. That's where it's like, you've got to take the time, the patience to really get that inner voice in check. Because if you don't, and that kind of leads you down that other path of like, well, wow, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. How am I going to afford this? How am I going to do this? How am I going to mm-hmm. do that? You know? Absolutely. So yeah, that's, that's a good one. You have to be patient and trust the universe. Can you remain unmoving till the right action arises by itself? And think of the things in your life that have happened when you least expected them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why it's so important to every day say it's fine. Everything's fine. It's fine. Everything's it's fine. fine. <laughs> It's from Steve Jobs. Have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. They somehow know what you truly want to become. Mm. Follow your heart and your intuition. 
I actually was going to bring this up on the show today, but I wasn't, I wasn't quite sure the way to bring this up without sounding like a complete uh, dummy. Um, because I, uh, the thing about this podcast is it's, it's going to be as authentic as humanly possible, right? Mm-hmm. And I promised myself that when I started. But there's some times where authenticity and dealing with the real world don't always match, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I, like, to me, this podcast has done really well, and there's been a lot of cool things that have come from it. But inside i'm still like i don't know what the f i'm doing (laughs) like i really don't and like when i stop and i think about it like the fact that within uh technically about three and a half months we have accomplished so much and not even in just listenership but like the certified fans program and with a merch line and like, I have no idea any of that, how any of that happened. I don't know. I just like, wow. Uh, and so last, last night, and I'm going to be completely honest, this may completely F up my, my business model right now, but it's fine. I got to be honest about this. So I went to lunch with a, a friend that does PR a couple of weeks ago and we were kind of talking about the podcast and she's like, Hey, you know, cause I, I told her like, I'm about to start to add commercials to the podcast and i want to uh you know and we started talking about like ways to kind of like you know monetize it and she said i've got some great clients i think we'd really love to advertise on your podcast and i'm like great and she's like i just need you to send me over like a um you know like some kind of sponsorship information and i was like "Mm, oh yeah yeah no no problem like no she's like you know just uh some show stats and some i'm like yeah she's like do you have you have an ad package already put together i'm like oh yeah yeah of course of course like (laughs) professional podcast number 15 of the country on podcast magazine like of course we're not some janky podcast of course i've got the advertising information ready to send you but then i was like Oh no. So she's been kind of asking for it, asking for it. And then, so last night, okay, so here it is. It was like eight, eight thirty, And I had just finished doing the, uh, the podcast for yesterday. I just finished editing and get it done. I'm like, okay, I've got to like send her this information. And so I, cause she had sent me an email saying like, Hey, like I've, I've got some great potential clients that I've been kind of talking to about doing podcasts and they really want to get into it. I'm like, okay. And so I, I like was like Googling, like, how do you do a podcast <laughs> uh, uh, ad package? Uh, and so I found one and I, I started like throwing it together and I, I sent it over to her like late last night. Well, like 830 this morning, oh, no. she calls me and she goes, hey, I've got the perfect advertiser for you. Like they're super pumped up about it. Really? And, uh, and they're uh, let's, I, I want to get on a, I want to get on a, uh, a call with you guys. I want to introduce you <laughs> coming up tomorrow. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like I, <laughs> I don't, it's, and it's not, it, the problem isn't like that. I, I know how to, I can like, we can, you know, we can promote their product and, and you guys have been great, you know, with better help so far, which is a national client. I haven't had to like physically deal with, I just, you know, I just, uh, just do their program and talk about it. <laughs> but this is like somebody that I literally have to like handle like an actual client that I would have to like figure out. So then I'm like, do I like, can I like have them Venmo me money? Because how am I going to even collect money? Do I just be like, Hey, just mail, just mail Steven Yancey a check. And like, how janky is that going to look? Do I, you know, do I, it, how do I, how do I make an invoice? I don't know any of that yet. So I know they've been checking out the show and this may have completely just botched up this, this deal, but, um, 
I uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. And like, I'm just doing it. I'm, and I don't even know how I'm doing it. It's like the universe is just pushing me. And like between people just, it's like, it's like people just kind of pop in my life that are propelling this project. If it wasn't for some amazing people behind me, I, I would not have anywhere the, the amount of success that this podcast has had, but I don't know what I'm doing. So when you say like, go back to our quote for today, mom, have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. They somehow yeah. know what you truly want to become. I don't, I don't know. Love I just know that I love doing it. I love doing the podcast. I really have enjoyed <laughs> like falling in love with this project and this brand and what we stand for. But I just, I, I'm like, all right, well, we'll see how this, how this conference call goes tomorrow. Um, I'll have to keep you posted on. And isn't it, like a dummy. isn't it awesome just to be real? Just to be well, real. I don't know if I should be real or do I go in the mar and be like, yes, yes, you, you know. always be real. Just be but real. Be authentic. It makes us look like janky. Like janky though, mom. Well, we are janky, but so what? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. We are janky, but look how, great, like this, look how great this, we're doing is janky. I just want to come in like I know what I'm talking about. Like I just, oh, uh, Lord, just yeah. We're sharing our lives. It's fun. It's so much yeah. fun. And that's what uh, people need. They need to just lighten up, be real, be you, be your authentic self, and your heart and intuition will show you where to go. Uh, I know it's true. I just know it's true. This is from the Buddha. Do not look for a sanctuary in anyone except yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it's not out there. There's so many different things. And listen, I'm no, I'm no pro at this by any means. But in the sense of a relationship, I've at least done a lot of, a lot of work in that. Because, you know, to me, like the, the loss of anxiety will only come when I have a job and I have a stability and I have a hundred thousand certified fans and I have, you know, a new partner. And, um, but I can tell you that I think a lot of people, including myself or somebody that felt like they always had to have somebody like a, a be in a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Like just be in a relationship, be in a relationship that like, you can't be happy. I think that like, society makes you think that you have got to be in a relationship to be happy. Right. We have one certain family member. I won't mention which one, but <laughs> always just die hard about being in a relationship. Like, mm-hmm. how can I be a whole person if I'm not with somebody? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I that's why I got married so young was I kind of believe that. Like, how can you be a, like, what kind of shitty person are you if you're not even in a relationship? It doesn't mm-hmm. even sound right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then of course, you know, you get into one and you feel good because you're like, oh my, I found my other half only to find out your other half is really just the same problem you had before kind of reflected back even, even stronger than, you know, the problems, any, any problems you thought your marriage was going to solve really just get amplified by 10 times. Anybody that's still dating right now, I don't think that the marriage is going to be the answer to all your problems. Right. Uh, what do you think that is, Ma? Where does that come from? This need, because I'm watching 90 day fiance right now. Have you ever seen that show? No, but I've heard a lot of funny things about it. So 
real quick summary of it is it's basically I'm watching before the 90 days, which is like a spinoff of it. Yes. But so in before the 90 days, basically it's these people that have met online and they are, um, uh, you know, like they're usually people in different countries and they meet these people online, these dating websites, and they just fall head over heels and they just go through the, the, the craziest lengths to be with these people, even though there's so many red flags mm. of these people trying to use them for money or not liking them that much or just like there's no chemistry. And it really has made me wonder because, again, it took me a solid close to probably two years to feel normal not being in a relationship. Why do you think we've normalized finding happiness in a relationship versus finding happiness in ourselves? That's never taught anywhere. That's never coming up. That's not what you're seeing. You don't see these Disney princesses being like, I'm good. You know, like I'm fine. It's all about like, finding this, finding your true love. Finding the prince. Right. Why, why mm -hmm. is that? I have a theory, but I want to hear yours. I, well, I think it's the culture that we live in. You know, we're in, in America and we're taught that in order to be successful, you need to have a, a spouse, husband or wife, you need to have 2.3 kids and a big house and a picket fence and a nice car and a great job and all of these material things that will fill this hole inside of us, which we all have, that will make us quote unquote happy. Right. Yeah. That's the American definition of happiness and what a fallacy that is. Yeah. Were you any happier after you got married? I mean, don't get me wrong. I think part having a partner to go through life with is great. Like I think it's really as I've been single for so long now. I don't think that I think the world's a lot easier to tackle when you've got some, and that, that doesn't even have to be a significant other, hell, a roommate, a best friend, a family member. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I mean, I still feel the pressure too. Of like, oh my god, maybe I need to be in a relationship. Maybe I like figure this out. Maybe, but I know it doesn't make anything happier. Like it doesn't. No. It, it, it brings in if you think it's it's going to fill that void. It's just not. Nothing outside of you can make you happy nothing outside of you. It's only your internal spirit, your own well-being, your own sense of self, of who you are, your values, your core values, what really matters to you, what's important to you, not right. the world, but to you as a human being. Yeah. That's what makes you happy. And the best relationships are those in which we honor the other for who they are and we can see the divine in them. Yup. I think too, and this is, let me go down like a conspiracy theory route here. Mm -hmm. I think that because, I mean, it's scientific proof that the, that sensation that you get when you find somebody new that, you know, whatever you want to call it, love, lust, that, that chemical reaction your body has is very addicting. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's so much money in love. Like there's, mm. it's such a big, like, tell me how much Maggie's wedding is going to cost and tell me that love is not big business because mm -hmm. it's big business. So it to make is. it even more glamorous, oh my God, look how great your life is going to be once you get married. Mm -hmm. uh, again, I'm not anti-marriage and you know, I'm going to laugh when I come on the podcast in a couple of months and I'm like, oh my God, I've met my soulmate. Uh, <laughs> we met three weeks ago on some website and she lives in the Ukraine. And I'm flying over there to meet her. <laughs> 
I don't know. Divorce is a funny thing when you when you think you're ha- you're stepping into uh, something that, and then shortly you realize you're not. Um, mm-hmm. It's just a different perspective than I think a lot well, of people and you have. know, another thing is I think we need to be careful to what and to whom we give ourselves to. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I think and. I think we really need to know that this partner, whoever they are in life, is not going to fulfill us. We have to be fulfilled, and we will continue to be fulfilled in living in partnership only as much as we are whole within ourselves. Yep. And that's, I mean, that goes, and it doesn't have to be just a partner. That's what I'm trying to even do with radio right now, right? Is like, there's no radio job in the world that's going to make me fulfilled. It may make my bank account more fulfilled, but mm-hmm. not, you know, it's who am I without it? Who are you? I mean, honestly, and this is something I want all married people to think about. Like, who are you without that other person? If you're not all sure, right. it's a scary place to be. And I can only tell you that from the guy that three years ago would have, was terrified, even though he knew his marriage was failing, mm. was terrified of what life. I mean, I always said, like, I. I'd much rather have a, the worst day with you than like have a, have a, you know, have to deal with being single again because there's such insecurity. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that, you know, that if you answer that question saying, well, you know, I just really want to be with somebody. I just really want to be with somebody. That's fine. But I don't think even if you're just like, even if you answer that question of like, I don't know who I am without somebody else, doesn't mean that you have to split off to figure it out, but like start bringing that independence back. It's so empowering when you can answer that question without having to worry about the actions or the behaviors of anybody else. And that goes with anything. Like even when I'm looking at radio jobs now to know that I'm not so vulnerable that I've got this podcast that you guys have supported, it makes me feel a hundred percent less vulnerable than it's like, I just need someone to hire me and do a radio show. It's like, (laughs) I don't don't need, I don't need a radio show. Like, yeah, things would be a little tighter over here, but Mm -hmm. I gotta, you know, it's it's so impa- it's so empowering when you just know what you're capable of, and that goes with mm-hmm. anything. So read that quote one more time. I think it really encompasses a lot of things here, not just dating or marriage. And, and I will say too, from a personal standpoint, you know, when your dad and I separated and and started therapy, that was the question I had to ask myself: was who am I? Right. Who right. am I? And what, yeah. what is it I need and what is it that will make me feel whole, right? right? Not just filling someone else's hole, which is really what I had been doing. I mean, I, I'm a caretaker from the word go, and I had been taking care of everyone else's needs except my own. Right, yep. Um, so it's very empowering it, it, to it, discover it, it, who it, you are. That's the best way to say it. Like it's just empowering. It doesn't, you don't have to make any kind of drastic changes, but I'm telling you, I think even the d- dynamic of your relationship mm-hmm. can change dramatically. If you know who you are and what you stand for and know that no matter what you not saying you wouldn't be sad, life wouldn't be sad without that person or wouldn't, you wouldn't want to do, but you could do it. Right. And that's empowering. So, right. So right. the quote again is from Buddha. Do not look for a sanctuary in anyone except yourself. And think about what a sanctuary is. A sanctuary is a place where you feel safe, where you can feel vulnerable, where you can feel true, where, you know, you're just encompassed and, and you know that you're loved. 
But that's all within you, within each and every one of us. We have that sanctuary, and it is nowhere else to be found. Yep, and that's and that. And listen, I'm not there. I'm no. I'm I'm literally just on the path, same path you guys are. I'm just able to kind of vocalize it a little bit better than some. But it's I I want to feel that way with anything in my life, so I don't mm-hmm. feel attached to anything. Like that's the ultimate goal to get to a place where you don't feel attachment. Right. And then you're you're free. You're free to do whatever. You don't feel the the emotional draw. And you may argue that fact with me, but it's I think it's freeing. I think it's really freeing. No, I agree. It is free. You're free to be you. Yep. To be you, yep, yep, the yep. divine person that you were created to be. 